episode 27 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hi, my name is Aaron McHugh with Work Life Play. I'm a super big fan of Brian Buckley and the Energy Edge podcast. I love how he helps high performers like me and you find ways to increase our energy. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast sponsored by 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com, three five-minute videos that help you become more productive, feel more energized, and do your best work. Go to 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today and download your free video series. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, and I'm here with my co-host, Trevia Sino. Hey, Treva. Hey, Brian. How are you doing today? Good. So here's a fitness question for you right out of the gate. <laughs> what do you love to do the most for fitness? I kind of shake it up a little bit. I like to do a little cardio with yoga, and but weights are probably my favorite. What about you? Interesting. Female going, going weights. Love it. Oh, yeah. You know, for me, probably the same thing. Uh, I've always been a dumbbell guy, um, name calling inserted here, right? And um, so that's, yeah, I think dumbbells and anything sports related, obviously has a ball in it, usually gets me uh, <laughs> active with fitness. So what do you dread for fitness? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, interestingly, I used to be a marathon runner and did triathlon. So running for me is not my favorite. Isn't that the definition of irony? <laughs> Doing <laughs> <know>. marathons. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really hate running. G can you unpack that? <laughs> well, the funny thing is I've run pretty much my whole life. And then when I started doing swimming and biking, I just fell in love with both of them. Well, you have to do running after those two. When you're done, you don't really want to. And so I don't know very many people. I don't know. I could be speaking for too many, but that really love to run after they get off of a 50 mile bike. So yeah. And then I just, I don't know. I just don't, it, it hurts me. I don't know how people do it, but anyway, oh, it's impressive. It's impressive. I usually have to be chased to run. Um, <laughs> or, or there's a goal that's in front of me. That's uh insert object A into object B used to get me to run with there, but, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And, um, I don't know. I just thought I wanted to start off with those, those specific questions to kind of give a little sneak peek of maybe where we're headed for this episode. Well, you know, talking about running and all of that, and I hope you don't aren't being chased by anybody, but I believe most of us want to be fit really and in good shape, but most of us we're not. Yeah. And I think too, Treva, you know, many of us, if we're honest, we move very little most days. And as a result, when we feel out of shape and possibly maybe even in the worst shape of our life right now, and when we're out of shape, we're limited on what we can do. And maybe we say, well, we don't have the time to get into shape. Uh, that we lack self-discipline maybe, or motivation for that matter. Maybe we're inconsistent or maybe we're just flat out lazy if we're really being honest and, you know, not good. Right. And, and I think maybe we wonder sometimes, you know, will I ever look good again? And, you know, we feel so far behind the eight ball. Will I ever look good again? Um, and I think a lot of us think it's a pipe dream. We just give up entirely and think really what's the use. But I think over time when we get out of shape, really, because we do get behind the eight ball, we feel pretty insecure and sometimes even embarrassed 
Um, our clothes don't fit. We don't like getting dressed, you know, so we end up missing out on activities and, and we say, you know, I used to be able to dot, 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 whatever that is. Yes. And, and then our bodies, you know, we feel the stress from the extra weight from our hearts and joints. So it's this cascading effect. Well, I can absolutely relate to this. Um, I've been out of shape, sadly, in and out uh, that season, and uh, I've had little to no movement looking back on a number of those seasons in my life. And I mean, I'll treat it. I mean, I was just flabby in the wrong places. You know, usually my gut, that's where I carry my weight. Um, I mean, I felt weak. I had no endurance, which, I mean, it drove me crazy as a former athlete and just to be honest, I mean, not acceptable to me. And I felt disappointed that I had really kind of let myself get to that point and a little shocked. And, uh, but though when I, I chose to get serious about fitness and movement and I got back in a great shape and I feel motivated again and I'm more disciplined and I mean, what a difference, you know, when you start to get into that spot where you really feel good about yourself again, it makes a big difference. You know, I joke around with my kids, you know, saying that I went from you know, carrying the 35 pound dumbbell around my weight to curling it. And uh, it makes a big difference. And, you know, you just, you really feel so much better. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think the feeling better is the best part. You know, your clothes fit better. You have more energy. You just feel better. And energy and fitness are definitely correlated directly. So how do you move more during the day? And how do we move that needle on our energy then? And that's a great question. And especially on the energy piece, obviously, we want to feel good about ourselves. But sometimes it takes a while to get to that point. And we just really need to get to the energy side of it. So here's a formula. So it starts out with the word increase. But if you think of the word increase, think of like an up arrow. So increase M four X, which means increase your movement in four ways. Stand more, walk more, run more, which means think cardio and lift more. Think strength training. Yeah. And I think before we move forward in this, let's take a quick inventory. You can take an inventory right where you're at. And I think it's going to help you to identify how to move forward in our M four X. So listen to each number and see where you fit. So number one is you're out of shape, you're overweight, you have no exercise in your life, and you pretty much haven't ever or maybe most of your life. And number two is you're out of shape, you're not overweight, but you feel a little sluggish and you know you should do something about it. And three is you used to be in shape, but now you've let things go. And so you're getting a little flabby and you've put just a little bit of weight on. Or four is you're in shape, but you've fallen off the wagon and you just need a little tweaking to get back to where you are. And number five is you're in shape and exercising, but you know you could bump it up a little bit. And I, and I just want to say this too, no matter where you fall into those, as a holistic, you know, healthcare provider, you know, there's several of you out there who are not able to do much exercise because your health won't allow for it. So please take, you know, a, a listen to where your body's at. Because some of you work out and don't feel any better, and it's time to start paying attention to that. And let's get into the right amount of exercise for your current needs. Because that was me 10 years ago. You know, we just alluded a little bit to me being a triathlete, and I was really fit on the outside, but falling apart and pretty sick on the inside. And I just kept going because I thought, well, exercise is supposed to make you feel good. And I even remember telling one of my trainers, you know, why is it when I run a 10K, I want to sleep all day long. I don't feel good. It takes me a while. And he just kept saying, well, I, your exercise should make you feel better. I don't know what the problem is. And then I crashed and I couldn't do any exercise. But now looking back on it, I wish I would have listened to my body and at least taken the breaks that my body was telling me to. So 
Um, with that in mind, here's the formula again about increasing your M4X. So stand more, walk more, run more and think cardio in that and lift more and think strength training. So let's pack each one, unpack each one of those, Brian. So the, according to Tom Rath's research in eat, move, sleep on average, this is, I, I love these statistics. We now spend more time sitting 9.3 hours. Really that we do that more than anything else. So as a result, the first one of ours is going to be what? Yeah, number one is stand more. And, you know, to your point, Treva, I mean, I read that stat at first, I think 9.3 hours. But if you think about it, I mean, even if just somebody just works a normal eight-hour day, whatever, you know, normal day is for them, then you have the commute potentially in front and a back end um, mm -hmm. or sitting down for your meals, sitting down to potentially watch TV or read at night. Maybe you don't have a commute. I mean, that seems like a very realistic of 9.3 and it is does nothing for your energy. So number one, Stan Moore asks, it's learning to ask within my day, when could I stand more? Uh, you know, you probably sit way too much already. So we got to think through this and kind of get creative on this. This may mean to stand in a meeting when you usually sit. It's asking, could I adjust my workspace so that I could stand while I work for some, half, most, or even all of your day? Right. And, you know, if, if I sit most of my day at my desk. And so I'm currently looking for a standing desk because Good after girl. sitting all day, <laughs> I'm trying. And thanks to Brian. He's the one that has encouraged me to get that. Uh, you know, when you're sitting at your desk and you actually start losing the feeling underneath your legs going down to your feet, it's pretty sad. Yeah, but minor detail. Yeah. So after sitting all day and, you know, even after an hour, I seem to lose focus and, and I want to take a nap. So standing actually for short periods of time can boost my energy, even if it's just ever so slightly. You know, and simply put, Treva, it's, you know, it's how can I decrease my sit time and increase my stand time each day? And that's a tough question to ask if somebody who is used to, you know, residing on their, uh, their dump, you know, for a majority of the day. <laughs> right. And let me put a caveat in that though, too, for those of you that are in retail or you stand for long periods of time or stand all day long, it's actually quite the opposite. So blood pools and your feet and your legs ache. So for you all, I would make sure that you move and not just stand. Um, and you may want to find times to take sitting breaks and kick your feet up above your heart. I think you'll find that when you go home at night, your dogs won't be barking and your tendency to plop on the couch at night might be curbed, uh, you know, a little bit. No, that's a great point because obviously, you know, this podcast is not specifically for only sitters and uh, anybody else who that this could apply to, um, to, to the opposite. But I find a majority of the individuals out there, we just sit flat out too much. Right. And, you know, specifically, you know, looking out of, you know, from a business traveler point of view too, Treva, you know, it's amazing how many business travelers where, you know, we're uh, we're in a car commuting to the airport, and then we're on a sitting on a plane, and then we're in a in a rental car to go to a, a boardroom or a conference room or a training or whatever, and then we're driving a car longer, and it's just so easy to sit the whole time. So, so my first thing I'm doing this was, man, if I can just stand during some of the meetings or stand during a training, or or just go for whatever a, a chance to be able to stand for a few minutes and stretch, it's amazing what a difference that makes. Any additional thoughts on this one? Right. I would say even for, for business travelers, you know, and I'm on a plane, people are always staring at you when you stand up and I don't even care. I just get up even where I'm at, kind of cock my head to the side in my chair or walk back. Even if I don't have to go to the bathroom, I walk back to the back of the plane. So just standing makes a big difference. And 
it really makes a difference on your energy. Sometimes when you're kind of dragging, really all you need to do is stand up and it, and it energizes you right away. And that's a good point. You know, for those who, who fly a lot, like I do, and a lot of times with being from Chicago, flying West Coast, you know, it's a good four-hour haul. And uh, body's more than ready to stand, especially when I stand uh, majority of the day anyway with a standing desk. And just to speak to that just for a second, that was a gradual process. So I ended up having this this table that I used as a kitchen table a long time ago. I got it from Ikea. And the legs were actually able to kind of move up. So I got a little bit of height with there and got a bar stool and decided, okay, well, I'm just going to do, I'll stand one hour a day. So I just kind of worked my way up to that. And then two hours, because it was tough on my feet, tough on my back. And now if I have to sit for a majority of the day, I am miserable. So, you know, from a flight or a car ride or something like that, you know, it's just the gradual process of saying, how within my day can I stand more? Somebody drives, you know, I've got some friends who do business travel, but they don't fly. They actually drive location to location. And that's a big challenge, you know, especially within their driving time, stopping at a rest area or a place where they can actually stand and just get some energy from that. So, right. And I think to your point, um, you know, you're talking about gradual. So here at our Energy Edge podcast, we're all about gradual. We want to make, you know, lasting results. So just start gradually. Start with one thing. So which leads us to our next thing. So to increase our M4X, we start with stand more. And number two is what, Brian? Well, it's a progression. So number two is walk more. I mean, the reality is we avoid walking, Treva. I mean, you want some proof? I always want proof. You okay. know, I'm a junkie like that. I know you haven't <laughs> had a second hesitation. I was shocked by that. <laughs> We will take, no, I'm not going to take that out in editing because that was real life moment that we shared with our listeners. Anyway, um, I mean, how often have we wasted time driving around a parking lot just to find a parking spot a little bit closer? Embarrassing enough uh, that that used to be me. Um, you know, it's one of those where try parking further away so you could add more walking into your day. I mean, be the freak who actually parks in the back of the parking lot. There are actually spots that are there and uh, it just adds more walking into your day. You know, when... Could we take the stairs instead of the escalator or the elevator? I mean, I watch people all the time where they literally are going up one floor or two and stairs are right there. And it's just so easy to get in the escalator or the elevator with there where you could actually get some more walking in. You know, when can you take a quick break and go for a walk to move your body and rest the mind? You know, our definition of a break. It's little things like that, you know, where we could take a phone call on the move and get in some walking, you know, while on the call. It's little ways that we can increase even taking the for the um, sitting to even going directly to a walking. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I are really good about when we have a business meeting and it's over, obviously it's over the phone because we live in two different states. But so we've done that from time to time while we're getting ready for our podcast or having a business meeting, huh? So exactly. I think. Exactly. And you know what? That was my fault because I was on mute right then doing a <laughs> hack. So that, that pause was due to me. <laughs> well, hey, we are real and we are live. So there you go. So I think you'll be surprised how often you could walk if you just look for times to increase walking in your day. And I have a little story. So when my niece moved to New York City for a job, she walked everywhere. And she was young anyway, but all of a sudden she came back to visit and she was this little skinny thing. Well, everyone does in New York City, right? So the New York Times quoted an article from research, and I love this. They said that Manhattan is far thinner than the nation which still sounds ridiculous when I give you this statistic, but they are thinner than most of the nation with 67% of the population overweight. Doesn't that sound horrible, but we're way more than that in other states. The state nearly 60% or the city's other boroughs 58 to 62%. So according to the study released Tuesday by the Senator 
Kristen Gillibrand that relied on federal data based on, on height and weight, they are thinner than most people because they walk. It says Manhattan's wiry and, and willowy are eager on Wednesday to dis- wait how they, you know, they're walking everywhere. So they walk studios, parks, they walk to the L they, you know, they have pedestrian friendly streets, so they make it easy for people, but they walk everywhere. So it is a different, different lifestyle. And, um, that's a really, really good story, you know, and kind of looking to business travel, you know, my day is, um, I mean, it is, again, it is, it is, a ton of sitting, which doesn't mean standing and usually doesn't mean walking. So, you know, little things, whether it's from working from home, which both of us do, Treva, and, you know, we kind of given a couple of hints there of, of taking phone calls on a walk. You know, anytime that you can have a conversation with a walk is, is advantageous, you know, walking, um, you know, parking the car at the, at the back of the hotel or back of the corporate building or for dinner or something like that. Just any way you can get more walking within. I've done that too, where I, again, I travel so much and fly where I don't mind if people watch me do laps on a plane, you know, for four hours, I, I don't really care. Uh, I'm not bumping them. I'm not disturbing them at all, but it's just another way just to get a few more steps in that makes a big, big difference on this. But this is, this is a big one, you know, for people to, I think they think they walk more than they do, but uh, we could always, always walk just a little bit more. Absolutely. So the first two in the form the stand more and walk more we do every day. Maybe just not as much as we could or we should that can produce more energy within our day. But the next two, Treva, that we're going to talk about here up the level of movement and are often neglected. So what is number three? Number three is run more or think cardio. So run more asks when, when within my day can I get my heart rate up? walking just a little bit might not quite get it up as much as you need. So when can I take that walk and upgrade to a jog or a run as what you always say, Brian, at no additional charge? Nice, nice. (laughs) Now, if you're anything like me, this is one of the four that, (laughs) which is funny, we talked about that I running is probably my least favorite, but I will get up to a quick job, like a quick walk, even rebounding, but something to get my heart rate up. But this is one of the four that increased the M4X formula that I just said I struggle with the most and kind of push back on only because like I said, running's not my favorite and it is kind of boring. <laughs> now that you've so, offended all the runners who are listening. Sorry. I know you got to play mind games. If you're a runner, you have to admit you kind of play mind games and you check out and all that. But but run more. So think cardio also asks, can I do a high intensity interval training workout to get my heart pumping? And that's a good one because, you know, we just think just only running and, you know, my caveat, what got me into running with there was just listening to something. So if I knew, okay, I can listen to a podcast or an audio book or some music or whatever, and then I can get two things done at the same time, really, really helped out and kind of motivated me there. But my cardio, a lot of times it is, it is from just getting my heart rate up. And a lot of times it is a high intensity interval training. I mean, if you think about, you know, uh, CrossFit that's out there right now, um, sometimes it's just Beachbody has some really good workouts, you know, whether you're doing some of the, uh, their high intensity series, like uh, Focus C25, it's only 25 minutes, but I'm telling you in five minutes, your heart rate is a hopping. Uh, the insanity series, whether it's the full length one or the 30 minute one. And, you know, to your point, Treva, you know, depending on where your fitness level is on that, um, you know, whether or not they should be doing, you know, a, right. a, a high intensity workout a comment on that. Right. I think I wouldn't recommend this unless your fitness level, like we did that, we took that little survey. If your level's up around a four or five and, or your younger, young people seem to be able to handle that and rebound quicker, but at least at first, so, you know, 
check out where you're at and then you can do any of these, but you have to do them at a lower level when you first start. And that's a great point. One thing that's cool about the Beachbody series that they're doing now is they have a modifier that's in there mm -hmm. and the modifier is yep. awesome. I mean, it's a person who somebody's coming off an injury. Obviously I just came through gallbladder surgery, you know, so getting into that, the moderator will be a great person to be able to do that. Somebody who just had a baby, um, somebody who is overweight or just their fitness level is not where it used to be, you know, kind of that number three range, you know, if you get to that gives you a chance to be able to just do something to get you to move more, but also is going to get your heart rate up. So, you know, there's a little caveat with their, you know, it's, it's turning that treadmill treva that, you know, we've used in our, in our rooms that it's holding up laundry and actually using it for the purpose of the treadmill. Mm -hmm. um, you know, another idea is I signed up for a 5k race with my wife, which made it very competitive for me because she's very competitive as well. And I had to begin training, which is exactly kind of what I needed to get into this move more in the category of run more. And guess what? It actually worked. And, you know, it can for any of us if we're just willing to get creative to kind of get into that mindset of whether it's competitive, whether it's just something that I haven't done before, um, but just something to be able to get that heart rate up and kind of think cardio. Yeah. And I, I just a little comment on that, too. I think it's always more fun when you do it either as a competitive thing with a friend or in a group with people, it's a little more motivating, a little more, you know, you're a little held a little more accountable. Sometimes when you're by yourself, it's just easier to get sidetracked. So I like that when you do that with someone else, but you talked about getting creative. So I would say creative is the key here, but so is once again, like self-awareness. So I, I, I know I say this all the time, but it's really important and knowing which number you are right now. So know where you're at in your health and fitness journey. So if you're a couch potato, just move to going on a walk first and then upgrading it to a fast walk, then rebounding or yoga and all of those things that can get your heart rate up. It doesn't have to necessarily be a run because wherever you're starting, your heart rate's probably going to jump to the next level, depending on where you're That's at. That's a really so, good point. And if you've just been plain lazy and yet your fitness level's at a four, so come on, let's just move the body and get into cardio. Nice, nice. You know, <laughs> and traveling too makes it very, very difficult for this one. I'd probably say out of the four of increased M4X, this is probably the least used on this. Um, I notice that in a hotel gym all the time that uh, the treadmills or stairmasters or any of those type of things are, are usually vacant or somebody's coming in and the pace that they're on, holy shnikes, check the machine. Is it really on? <laughs> oh my Lord. I just, I look at that and just going, you know, and I could trip you and I don't even know if you'd notice, uh, but that's, you know, that's whatever that's, that's their deal. You know, for me, sometimes it's a matter of just packing the running shoes and going down into a new area and uh, going to a, a walk that turns into a run, you know, that jog upgrade we talked about earlier and just getting that type of run that's in or, or whatever, or sometimes it's a matter of just in the hotel room and I'll do a focus T25 for 25 minutes and kind of get the heart rate up, but it is possible, you know, with, even with business travel to find, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, sometimes of high intensity, even in a hotel room or down in a gym, which a lot of times people aren't there or they are, I don't really care if they're looking at me. You know, to be able to, to be able to just get in that, you know, run more, think cardio. I, and I like what you said too, and just a little comment on that too. I think you have to kind of give up on what people think about you because you got to start somewhere, whether you're on a plane and need to walk or whether you're on a treadmill in a hotel, wherever it is, you kind of just need to get over yourself and do it because everybody's got to start somewhere and we're kind of all in the same boat. So just do it. No, it's so. good too. I'm going to point to that. You know, I remember my dad always saying too, just going, son, I'm never going to see this person again. You know, so if you just kind of get over that to realize I'm never literally going to see this person again, what does it matter if they're, if they're even staring at me? 
you know, while I'm doing something goofy, you know, in a hotel fitness room, you know, or just sometimes the privacy of your own house, you know, where you're just doing a popping in a DVD series and, you know, you're working out there in your own privacy. So it does make a difference there. Well, I always say, Hey, I must've made their day and give them a story to tell about something that silly that I did. So I don't, I'm, I don't, that doesn't bother me. So (laughs) that's good. So we moved from stand more and then walk more to run more, think cardio. And then the last formula is what, Brian? The last one is number four, lift more. So this is think strength training. Um, and to be honest, I think most of us are, are, are weak. If I can say that, you know, we could even go to the extent of flabby. Uh, we just have little to no strength. And, you know, I'm not talking about bulking up here where some guy looks like he's on the roid. But we're talking about strengthening your muscles so that you have that tone feeling, which makes you feel good about yourself and gives you that energy that you need on a daily basis to do what we want to do. Right. And honestly, strength training, actually using weights is probably the one thing you can do to help burn calories the most, because as you build your muscle strength, you quicken your metabolism and it's a you know, you burn fat a lot easier. So here's the other thing too, that I love about it, you know, and I know this is, everybody probably knows this, but the weight bearing exercises is also preventative for osteoporosis. So it gives your bones more mass and more strength. So even if you have to do it a little tiny bit with these three little pounds or whatever weights, it's worth it for fat burning, for muscle strength, for osteoporosis. I think it's just a fabulous overall exercise. You know, number four, lift more. It's asking, how could I challenge different muscles on my body? It's finding or buying and using those dumbbells, you know, Trevor, whether the ones you referenced earlier where it's just maybe as small as three pounds, you know, or in my case, it's a gym and that has limited number of dumbbells and it's just maximizing and using them. You know, it's going to the gym or the fitness center and actually working out. It's finding a home workout routine via DVDs that can challenge you with strength training. And we referenced, you know, uh, Beachbody in this specific case right here. They've got a number of great workouts that are strength training based, such as the P90X series, whether it's the full length one or just the 30 minute one, which is excellent. Uh, Shalene Johnson has a number of different um, workouts that are great on the strength training. Um, Body Beast Dumbbell Workouts or Tap Out XT Series that are perfect for this area, you know, giving each one of us just an option to be able to work out at our own pace. And personally for me, you know, I, I really, really like strength training because it's something I can do almost anywhere and even sometimes using, you know, just my body weight. Yeah. And, and you know what, I'm kind of one of those odd people that I love to work out, but I don't want to be gone for four hours every day. You know, you leave the house, you work out, you have to shower there, you get all your stuff. So, and we're not by any means selling anything on Beachbody. You know, we're not part of their community as, as far as selling anything, but both of us love it. And I love to work out by myself at home and they have a Beachbody download where you have it on your computer. You can streamline it to your, um, TV and then you can just work out at home. And so it's perfect for me. I love it. And I, and I love each one of these. Shalene is my favorite. So that's my little plug. <laughs> no, and I appreciate you saying that. I mean, obviously we've got no skin in the game with any of those resources, no. but, um, at the end of the day, we just want to provide options. You know, sometimes the, you know, the one drawback sometimes on beach body could be as well. You get used to it and it just kind of, it gets you where right. you need to be. But then that's where the variety comes in. You know, I've jumped yep. around and done different types of workouts. You know, if you're a guy, uh, I'm almost 48 and you know, some of you travels or doesn't and you prefer kind of the dumbbell thing. What I love about beach body, uh, the body beast series is, uh, it, it gives you the ability where it is truly a dumbbell workout. And it's something that's very transferable to travel. So if somebody is staying in a hotel or doing something like that, I can take those principles. I can learn the routines. I write them down, um, you know, put them on my on my iPhone or my iPad, 
like you mentioned, Trivino, for the download. And I can I can actually work out anywhere and have an actual workout that fits in even even in hotel travel. And That's I perfect. absolutely love that. Yeah, I was going to say, so that probably fits into your business travel. I would assume that probably is really nice for that. Big time. Awesome. So here's the point. Movement creates energy, energy, energy to be productive and to do your best work every single day. And I think if we put those three words together, Treva, movement creates energy. And I think if we just lock onto that and understand the whole purpose of this episode of increase M4X, we stand more, we walk more, we run more, and we lift more because movement creates energy. The Energy Edge podcast is sponsored by 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by hand the same day, and it's Monday. What we need is a reminder that there's another way a kickstart to get us thinking and to get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movements, where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Well, because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it will cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. So let's get to our what nows. We love this because we're giving you practical tips after all the information we've talked about, and we just choose, choose two. So the first one is this, where could you increase your M4X today? So which one of the four could you increase? Could you walk a little bit more? Could you stand? Could you lift? Could you do some cardio? Just one of those four. And then two is consider a fitness tracker to motivate you and hold you accountable. Love this idea. Yeah, and for me, fitness trackers, I love them. And you know, I've used about all different kinds that have been out there, and uh, I really, really enjoy them. And I'm a variety guy and a curiosity guy, so usually I jump around to different ones. Right now, currently, I love the Apple Watch, and uh, using the features there reminds me when I need to stand, uh, reminds me to breathe, which I absolutely love. That not that I'm holding my breath all day long, but you <laughs> know, of. just those in, yeah, those in big, in big breaths in and big breaths out, and it kind of mm -hmm. lets me know on a whole different monitoring. But I, I love there's a certain resources out there. Um, it gives a ton of research that is compiled. And it's just, it's concise, it's accurate, and um, I absolutely highly suggest it. I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's uh, reviews.com forward slash fitness hyphen tracker backslash. And uh, I'll put that again in the show notes, review.com forward slash fitness dash tracker forward slash. So, uh, man, I highly recommend checking that out if you are considering. It's great, like Treva mentioned you know, of whether you're needing that, that motivation or something to hold you accountable to see, or sometimes it's just a flat out reminder. Hey buddy, stand, Hey buddy, go for a walk. Or, you know, here's where your results were within the day. And it's very, very motivating. And uh, this can really distill it down and it gives you ideas of prices, uh, the benefits of each one from a neutral point of view. So I highly, highly recommend, uh, checking out that resource. So Tree, we've gone through a lot with increase M4X. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I would just say to kind of summarize it, I mean, I, this is my heart. I love it because I was um, very sick and the doctor had told me when I was sick, if I was not as fit as I was, I probably would be dead. So 
With that being said, I think it's really important, but I think it's even more important to start right where you're at and do something. Like like you said, increase. Picture an arrow going up. Just increase your movement today. Like start today. Don't start tomorrow. Start today. Love it. And I think for me is do something, anything, just not nothing. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, I, there's times when I've, you know, my day just went sideways on the road or even working from home. And I'm just like, going, I only have 10 freaking minutes. What, am, what can I do? Treva, there are days where I've had a phenomenal workout in 10 minutes because I, I got down to where I needed to go to work out and I've hustled. My mm-hmm. first day of travel, if I can use that as an anchor day and even if I've had a early morning, which I have tomorrow, ironically flying to New York City where you mentioned Manhattan and not sure when I'm going to check into the hotel room and a long day. And it's one of those situations where even if I go for 10 minutes down to the fitness center or go for a walk out somewhere, do some dumbbells for 10 minutes and go hard. It's amazing where all of a sudden that 10 minutes does turn into 15 or 20. I do have it. Uh, But even if I have a hard stop, it was something, anything is better than nothing. And that would be my encouragement. Thanks for making it to this point in the podcast. So as always, you know, we'll try and do better next time. But if Trevor or I could ever serve you in any way from answering questions to coaching or consulting, please reach out to us. You can find our contact information in the show notes or Treva at livingtree.co or Brian, B-R-Y-A-N at brianpaulbuckley.com. Go and get your energy edge on today through increasing M4X. Oh, yeah.